The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in A-Town, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics. Welcome to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. And by Georgia Power. While Georgia Power provides clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy, they want to help save energy, too. Find out energy-saving tips at georgiapower.com slash save. Now, let's join your host, the voice of the Yellow Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening, Jim. Welcome into another edition of GT60, everyone. Glad to talk tech football with you for the next hour as we load the trucks up again for another Coastal Division matchup this Saturday. Your Yellow Jackets head to Hard Rock Stadium to take on the Miami Hurricanes noon, Tomey's Leather. But, of course, until Tomey's Leather, we have a lot to talk about. We look forward to doing it with you tonight. The hashtag on Twitter, as always, is GT60. I'm Andy Demetra. And as always, as well, let's welcome in the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Jeff Collins. Coach, good to talk to you tonight. How are you? Doing good, bud. All right, let's uh, break down that Duke game. First of all, let's mention that uh, we obviously opened the doors of GT60 to your assistant coaches and your tight ends tackles coach and offensive special teams coordinator and a nice guy, Chris Wiesahan, going to join us later in the hour. Excited to talk with Coach Wies as well. Yeah, he's the best. I know he followed you from Temple, and I look forward to learning more about his history and uh, the job that uh, he's been tasked with coaching up the tight ends for the first time in 11 years here on the Flats. So, Duke, last Saturday, I know you're not only battling for wins, you're battling to establish a culture of your program. What were your guys' main takeaways from uh, the game on Saturday? Yeah, man, that's first and foremost is the, the culture that exists and is being built in this program. Um, and I think there there's not a lot that, that can say uh, much more than what where we are was how the guys battled back. Um, unfortunately, some self-inflicted wounds got us down by a large margin at halftime, uh, but they came back in the second half and played some really, really good football. Um, learning lessons from that is you can't let go of the rope in the second quarter like we did. Uh, I think we had four drives uh, offensively where we might have gotten one first down, had a punt block for a touchdown, um, and then we were put in some, some bad situations. Uh, defensively, couldn't get stops and uh, the score kind of got away from us in the second quarter first quarter we played good third quarter we played good fourth quarter but the the second quarter um with some self-inflicted things that we will correct um got us I, I know you were looking to get off to a more productive start and you accomplished that your opening drive of the game you go 11 plays 80 yards had that impressive third down and 12 conversion yep. with a catch by jerry howard and a couple of plays later there was jerry again flying free on the wheel route for a 19 yard touchdown so you march 80 yards downfield for the score to take that seven nothing lead I, I know that kind of downhill drive to begin the game had been elusive so far but what pleased you so much when you reviewed the tape of that series in particular sure I mean, they just came out and executed really, really well. Um, had some things wired that we wanted to do and establish early on in the game. We did it and, uh, you know, went down there and they even had a um, one of the really nice plays called back um, when James scrambled. Um, but then we still were able to finish the drive, which in the past that would have really hampered our efforts, but we were able to recover from it. Um, the first drive of the first 
half was a touchdown. The last drive of the first half uh, was a touchdown, and we just got to be more consistent. Um, the drives that are in between uh, to keep the ball moving, keep the defense off the field, and uh, you know when the defense gets out there, they've got to get stops as well. And your first drive of the second half, if I'm not mistaken, resulted in the Brenton King field goal, so we're able to continue uh, that forward momentum. You were also able to make some adjustments defensively in the second half. You held Duke to just 105 yards of offense after halftime, three points. What were those biggest adjustments you made defensively to put the clamps on the Blue Devils? Well, I mean, we were really close to the entire game. I think the, the hallmark of our defense um, all season long has been tackling really, really well. Um, they had eight explosive plays, which every week that's a big number that we keep trying to reduce. Um, but five of those eight plays, um, you know, were on 50-50 balls that were really, really close. The margin of error um, is really slim, and our guys are making sure that they're competing. Uh, you know, those that those, a couple of those plays could have gone either way, and uh, we just got to keep working to uh, get that margin of error so we can make those plays uh, moving forward. So the guys are in the right spots. They're tackling well. They're fitting their gaps. They're playing together, running to the ball really, really hard. Um, but now we just got to continue to work on finishing the plays uh, to our favor. I know the message you wanted to convey is that your team is playing more and more good football. You're playing better. The, the total volume of plays of good football is increasing by the week. Now it's just a matter of getting that all synced up offense, defense, and special teams doing that a little more consistently and you know it'll pay dividends yeah there's no doubt i mean the the every single week we're getting better i mean this is a this is a huge transformation and they just keep working and grinding uh to do that and uh so really proud of and i told him even in the locker room after the game you know that the, the processes are in place and they're getting better at our processes how we practice how we play schematically fundamentally everything is incrementally improving and it's going to pay off um so we're being positive and um we understand the work these guys are putting in and you know once it takes off it's going to be it's going to be really special second consecutive week with a season high in total yards 379 for your guys james graham at his season high in passing yards one of multiple yellow jackets who came out of the game at wallace wade stadium with career highs among them jordan mason will break down his performance and some of the other standouts on defense as well just getting started here for another monday night with you on the georgia tech sports network from learfield img college not all fans agree on the best game day foods but when it's served with a nice cold coca-cola you know you've got yourself a winner coca-cola taste the feeling more gt60 after this in the georgia tech sports network from learfield img college this season, you can share a Coke with your team on it. So I'm going to tell you how with a little help from this quarterback. Tell it, 44. You can share a Coke when your team's up. Red Poncho. You can share a Coke when your team's down. Happy Jolly. You can even share a Coke with your rival on game day. Chili, chili, chili. Or you can share a Coke when you're giving out your famous guacamole recipe in a completely packed stadium. Cilantro, chopped onion, squeeze a lime, rum and tomato, hike. Share a Coke with a fan this season. Ice cold. Make your wallet buzzworthy with a Georgia Tech Visa debit card from Georgia United Credit Union. Now you can support Tech everywhere you go and spend. And every time you use your card, you'll be supporting Georgia Tech student-athletes. Georgia United makes banking easy with advanced digital banking features. Check out Georgia United's free unified checking account that pays big interest and show your jacket pride. United we fan. Visit GUCU.org forward slash go jackets for important account information. Insured by NCUA, Georgia United, the official debit card of Georgia Tech Athletics.
GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. talking Georgia Tech Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Now, let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Every Power for Drive is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Welcome back to GT60. This is Jeff Collins. I'm Andy Demetra. We'll be joined later on this hour by tight ends coach Chris Wiesahan. Jordan Mason, Mentioned him before the commercial break. Coach finally cracks that 100-yard mark for the first time. 106 yards, didn't cross the end zone, which he's done five times this year. But, boy, he was awfully tough to, to take down on Saturday. What stood out to you about Jordan's performance on Saturday? Yeah, ju uh, just how physical he is. I mean, he's yards after contact. He's really impressive. Um, and then I was uh, – actually pleasantly surprised on one of the plays an outside run he bounced and uh you know i actually backed up from the sideline because i'm like there's no way he can make this cut he's about to run into me on the sidelines and he stuck his foot in the ground and gained another 14 yards up the sideline and uh, just how hard he runs what a great teammate he is uh how he celebrates uh you know when jerry howard's making runs or Dante's making runs, the young kid, Jemias Griffin, making runs. Um, so the unselfish acts and uh, being a great teammate um, is impressive, too. But he just runs so hard and he runs so physical, uh, reminiscent of uh, his position coach uh, back in the day. A lot of passion, a lot of intensity, and just a really tough runner. And Deshard and some of his lessons certainly filtering down to Jordan Mason. Also, Jerry Howard earned your three-stripe award uh, following the Duke game. Not only had his first career receiving touchdown, had a a punt block, second big special teams play he's made in as many weeks. He seems a guy that, that in his junior year is embracing what it means to be an impact special teams player. What earned Jerry that three-stripe three award from you, guy who uh, made his presence felt in multiple phases? Well, the big thing you talked about earlier is just the culture of this program that we're building, and special teams has to be the first priority. Um, you listen to Coach Belichick talk with the Patriots. That is the number one priority in their program, and they was even that way in the emphasis stages of him taking over uh, with the Patriots. 
It's the same thing here. It's the hallmark of our program, and our best players are going to play on special teams. They're going to take pride in it, and if you do really well on special teams, then the rest of the game, offensively or defensively, whichever side of the ball you're on, you're going to get to shine in that in that respective role as well. Jerry has taken that to heart. Uh, he made three huge tackles on kickoff for us uh, on Saturday. Then he had the huge touchdown, the first wheel route uh, out of the gate to score the first touchdown. Uh, but he's doing it the right way. The processes that we teach him, the way we go about our business, the effort that we play with, the attention to detail, toughness, all of those things, Jerry is the embodiment of it. And, uh, you know, it's just going to keep building and building. And I'm really, really proud of him. And he wears my number, too, so it makes it even <laughs> even better. Well, he is putting a patent on that wheel route. He had that wheel route reception versus Clemson for yep. 53 yards. Was the play on the wheel versus Clemson identical to the one on which he scored the touchdown it, last week? Similar concept, it, similar play? Different formation. Uh, it was a more of a two-by-two two condensed set this week. Um, so it's just we have that concept out of a bit, bunch of different formations. And, uh, you know, Coach Patton and the offensive staff are highly creative uh, giving the same play. So it's easy for our guys, but giving different window dressings and formations uh, to make it hard on defenses to, to pick it up. The leading tackler on Saturday was Quez Jackson. He had to step up after David Curry was ejected for the targeting penalty in the second half. Quez, a career-high nine tackles. Bruce Jordan-Swilling had six tackles, one and a half sacks. Demetrius Knight had three total tackles entering the season. Your true freshman, still very, very new to the position, finishes with six. But let's talk about Quez and those nine tackles. What did he do well on Saturday that, to you, illustrates his continuing growth at that position? Yeah, I mean, he's just a very naturally instinctive linebacker, plays behind his pads, um, is very explosive. Um, he's one of the guys in practice that we have to constantly <laughs> remind him to protect your teammates out at practice because <laughs> uh, regardless if we're in full pads or if we're just out there in shorts and T-shirts, he thinks every drill is a live period. And uh, so to his credit, I mean, he played that way uh, on Saturday, was flying around all over the field making plays. And, uh, and again, one of my favorite, um, I'm not on social media as much during the season, but he posted a picture of him and Demetrius Knight, who played the same position, talking about brotherhood. And I think those kind of things are really, really special. With our ATL philosophy, a bunch of guys play. I think there were 29 guys that played on defense on Saturday, um, which doesn't happen at a lot of places, but our guys get to play fast they keep rolling each other in and are able to play at a high level with unbelievable effort one of those 29 guys also recorded the career high in tackles that was Jamon Brooks your three technique had five tackles and Jamon also you told me had some impressive uh, catapult numbers impressive data that backed up the numbers that he had in the box score yeah absolutely and, and here's the thing too about the way we do things is you know Jamon's a walk-on and he's out there fighting and playing and uh, giving up himself for the betterment of the team and, uh, you know, doing it at a really, really high level and uh, just really proud of him and the way he comes to work every day with an unbelievable attitude, trying to get better, um, does his assignment, fits his gap. When the ball shows up in his gap, he goes and makes the play, but he's not hopping in and out of gaps uh, like you see at a lot of places um, unselfishly, but he's doing it the right way. And I was really, really.
really special for him to have so much success uh, doing it the right way. Now, so a career high battle in it for you guys in the trenches. And, of course, the Yellow Jackets looking to bring that battle to Hard Rock Stadium this Saturday when they continue coastal play versus Miami, 12 o'clock, Tommy's Leather. Our pregame coverage will start two hours prior at 10. On the other side of the break, we'll say hello to your tight ends, Coach Chris Wieshan. What do you want folks to know about Coach Wiese? Uh, he's a great <laughs> coach, uh, does a great job for us. I mean, he's coached over the last four years. He's coached tight ends. He's coached running backs. He's coached offensive line. And uh, just as a, a special coach, but an even better man, uh, unbelievable father. If you see on uh, TV, his son's on, his son Colton's on one of the local TV commercials. And uh, what a great family. He and, is. Uh, yeah. Really? Uh, yep. And I didn't know that either. And my daughter and I were sitting around watching TV, and she looks up at the TV, and she goes, Colton. And I didn't know what she was talking about. I hit rewind, and there, sure enough, there's Colton on TV. Was he uh, cast in this commercial? Or I was think he just so. like in the I, well, I don't I, know all the details. Uh, but well, we'll get those details. <laughs> I can promise you that. He's a great, great kid. All right, Chris Wiesahan, 25-year coach and veteran, is our guest coming up. Once again, this is GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans have a lot to be passionate about. And at Ford Motor Company, we do too. Because we build SUVs like a Edge and Explorer, all with intelligent four-wheel drive, giving you the control you need so you can tackle any adventure. Once you experience the ruggedness and versatility of a Ford SUV, you'll be a fan too. Drive it home. Drive it now. Drive it like a Ford. For great offers on Escape, Edge, and Explorer, visit your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Today's matchup, Scanner Energy partners up with Georgia Tech football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit ScanEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house. Passing up on these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScanEnergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values born us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech Football. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, talking all things Yellow Jacket athletics. Now let's head back to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. 
Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. Welcome back to GT60. We visit with you every Monday night here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And as you know by now, we also each week visit with different members of Jeff Collins' first coaching staff here at Georgia Tech. But this man, no stranger to Coach Collins. They teamed up together at Temple. I'm sure the relationship started much earlier than that. Happy to have on uh, Chris Wieshan, tight ends coach, tackles coach, offensive special teams coordinator, and I'm missing anything else in the job title coach no there's uh, a lot of titles and there's a lot of stickers on my furniture so i've been in a lot of positions so uh i'm excited to be here that's a long really appreciate it's you. a long business card as well <laughs> uh so I, I, I was reading your bio in the media guy very impressed by the way uh, if i read correctly this is your 25th year in coaching if you'd say that that makes me sound really old but yes i prefer distinguished okay uh in those 25 years you have coached at 13 different schools or professional franchises correct can you name them all in chronological order and how fast can you do it uh ford hay state purdue uh notre dame buffalo northern arizona tampa bay bucks james madison syracuse ucla winnipeg blue bombers hawaii uh temple and now georgia tech wow well done. A lot of stickers on my furniture. I was going to say, yeah, if, if they had passports in college football, you'd have a lot of stamps. I'm very impressed. Uh, you have to be impressed as well with this. Also in your bio, you played at Wabash University, Division Three, but you hold an NCAA Division Three record that stands to this day. Yeah, you have been talking to Tyler Davis and the rest of the tight ends because they looked that up, I'm sure. Yes, that's true. Career yards per play, all-purpose in Division Three. The all-time annals still held by Chris Wieshans. You were just an explosive playmaker. You know, you, you needed a background music. Glory days will pass you by. That would be awesome right now. It's not something I'm sure you brought up, but I'm sure you were flattered when your, your tight ends did the research on that. Yeah, they do a lot of research, so yeah, it was a good moment, but we uh, quickly moved on in the meeting. I yeah. appreciate them. I have tech. Tyler Tyler. I have Dylan Dylan, and uh, I still don't know their names all the time, but go uh, ahead. Yeah, but you have a 50-50 chance of getting <laughs> it right. Exactly That's the oddity right. of the above-the-line chart. You have two Tylers, two Dylans, a tight end. Throw a dart up against the wall. You'll hit either one of them. Uh, you're St. Louis native. Did you have to keep a Cardinals fandom under lock and key last week? I or did no? not. No, I did not. I've moved so much that, uh, no, we, we've been to several Braves games this summer. My son's got all the gear, so we're all locked in. Speaking of your son, I hope you don't mind, Coach Collins spilled the beans before the commercial. He said that his daughter was watching television with him and spotted your son in a commercial. Is this true? This is true. He is a celebrity now, uh, much to my angst. But, uh, yeah, he's does, he did a little gas commercial, and uh, that's exciting. He liked it. It was pretty cool. So he was so cast for this. He was cast through a neighbor. Uh, who who was a good friend of ours and uh, unbeknownst to me had, had requested that he do it and uh, they loved him he did a great job and he's a fun energetic kid so uh, it was a neat experience he has a sad card now is what you're saying <laughs> let's not go that far okay well sounds I am good. ready to retire though so if anybody wants to pick him up I'm good let's there go. we go I'm sure the headshots are already in production uh, you are the first tight ends coach at Georgia Tech in 11 years I know you've been asked this question before but what does that mean to you to uh, finally take the uh, tight end position out of cold storage at Georgia Tech and be the one to oversee it? Well, I think uh, as you look back at my career, and I, I've always taken that challenge on. Uh, I've moved a bunch of positions back and forth, and uh, I, I like to develop kids. And so, uh, you know, taking on that role in a new position with, with starting from ground zero was uh, a great challenge, and, and I look forward to that. And, uh, you know, our job is to take kids, and I say this all the time, to, to where they never thought they could go. 
um, regardless of the position. And um, so to do that at a place that is uh, historic and storied as this program is and will continue to be, uh, to be able to be back on the flats and do that with these, these group of kids is really special. As you're laying your foundation and your expectations for your tight ends, what has it meant to have a player like Tyler Davis, the graduate transfer, in your room? Uh, you know, Tyler just is a consummate pro. Uh, he's a sponge. He's a in our program. We have great teammates and great leaders, and he's ascended rapidly rapidly into that leadership role. Uh, he's so unselfish. Uh, he really teaches that young room, um, excluding Cooksey, who's also a great teammate, uh, how to be a pro, what your process is. And that's what our program is built on is, is a daily process of getting better. Uh, but he shares with them. He cares for them. If you look at our group chat amongst the tight ends, it's always, hey, we have this. Be here at this time. Hey, are you guys getting your calories in? You guys need to be gaining weight. Are you falling the regimen? And um, there's, there's just so much value off the field that's probably not recognized. And on the field, it's versatility, uh, his competitive nature. Uh, again, such so unselfish, plays on special teams, you know, is taking 46 reps, you know, as a tight end, uh, and then is cheering on his teammates. You know, he's just a passionate kid that we are fortunate to have uh, in his skill set and his leadership and really who he is as a person. As graduate transfers, I don't know how prevalent that reputation is, but I think there is some thought out there that as a graduate transfer – as it, you're in the mindset of it's my only year here uh, I'm going to wring out as much as I can out of this experience you might not get the buy-in or the unselfishness or the leadership that it seems Tyler is displaying from everybody who, who lands somewhere as a graduate transfer just how rare and how welcome is that to have somebody who though it's his only year in the program is setting such a lasting example it seems not only for the rest of the guys in this room but it seems like throughout the locker room at Tech. Well he's special and and I can say the th same about Jared Southers. Uh, you talk about invest to be the best and that's what our program's about. You know every day you're making a decision to invest to be the very best and those kids those seniors have really bought into that and really led our team and everybody's gravitated to each other. And I think that's what's making this year special. And, and the outside world doesn't see those things. But we do as coaches, as families, when our wives come around and, and who these kids are and where we're going to go, um, you know, everything's earned. And we understand that. And there are no excuses. But when the kids are working the way they're working, and you've been to our practice, when, it, when it's, it's orchestrated chaos and, and situational football and um, you know last game didn't go at halftime like we wanted to go and you went in the locker room and everybody was dialed in and we made some corrections they came back out and they just love to play football and they love to play together and at some point we're going to put it together it's going to be a well-oiled machine and we're going to get the results but we can't be worried about the results we have to worry about the next play and getting better each play and each snap and the kids have bought into that I think he certainly saw examples of that in the second half versus Duke. We're talking with tight ends coach Chris Wiesahan. One of his several titles here on the Georgia Tech staff will take a timeout, continue our conversation with Coach Wies. I don't think anybody actually calls you by your full last name. No, they call me a lot of things, but usually not that. Yeah, they, they leave off the hand, but we'll certainly give you that respect here on GT60. First, though, not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. We'll continue the conversation following this. It's GT60. T60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, 
safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. Best tailgate? It's gotta be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It's subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day, race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Great seats remain for the rest of the 2019 Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets home football schedule, including games against Pitt, Virginia Tech, North Carolina State, and clean old-fashioned Hayden versus Georgia. Check out the 404 tailgate that opens three hours before each home game. Tailgate admission is free and is located atop Peter's parking deck north of Bobby Dodd Stadium, featuring freshly grilled tailgating food for purchase, a cash bar, and lounge seating with TVs. Game tickets start at $25 and are available by visiting ramblinrec.com slash tickets. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching but it's still warm which means pests like ants roaches and mosquitoes are still out in force luckily you can trust the pros at arrow exterminators to keep your home business and tailgate pest free atlanta-based arrow exterminators is trusted to keep a pest free zone at the yellow jackets home so rest assured that with arrows pest and termite control you're getting the best from the best schedule a free home evaluation today call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, talking all things Yellow Jacket athletics. Now, let's head back to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Every powerful drive is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. It's GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Your Jackets in the Miami Hurricane Saturday will get things started at noon from Hard Rock Stadium. We continue the conversation with tight ends coach Chris Wiesahan. We already talked about Tyler Davis, Tyler Cooksey, who switched positions from linebacker for his final season. Cooksey, you know, doesn't get a lot of pub, maybe not as many snaps, but inside the doors of this locker room and in this facility, you can't find a better guy than oh, Tyler oh, you. He is one of us, and that is probably the highest honor you can have on our program. He's just uh, a great teammate, selfless, caring uh, he looks after though he's like the, like he just looks after those young guys and is constantly um, giving energy, um, competing in every drill, uh, and he's really a special teams captain. I mean, he's on our punt. If you're on our punt team, you're a dude, and he is he locked into that spot. He's taking that. He's on kickoff return, obviously, and is just a great team teammate and the, the way he reinforces our messaging with the young guys is amazing so you have a fifth-year senior in Tyler Cooksey graduate transfer a tight end in Tyler Davis and you also have a pair of true freshmen in Dylan Devaney and Dylan Leonard Dylan was part of your December signing class Dylan Leonard true freshman walk-on from Milton how have you seen those guys develop you know Devaney is a kid that has not played a lot of football. He played six games in high school, the second half, and then he went to the Hunt School, so he got nine games in, and mostly in spread sets. And just to see him acclimate to be a guy that can get on the line and drive block and do those things. And now if you go in the room on Fridays, they block 
our tests are not tests. I make them get on the board like we're in the NFL combine. All right, explain this play and block every play. So that's not the tight end blocks. That's the backside tackle all the way through to the front side tackle and tight end combinations. And his ability to process that information has really been amazing. Um, beyond that, he's 6'5", 260, great body balance. You know, he's a guy that can push off the line of scrimmage, create mismatches in space, and can really run. He's a light runner on his feet. And then still develop and, and be a guy that can cut off and divide zone and do all the things that we ask of tight ends, um, you know, in, in multiple positions. It's really uh, been enjoyable to watch his growth and how he ascends so rapidly. So he only played 15 games of high school football between his senior year and his post-grad year. That's right. What was his sport prior to that? Basketball. So if you go to his house, his dad's an awesome mom, awesome. They have a full-court basketball court in their backyard, and that is the house everybody goes to. You're going to get fed well. You're going to spend the <laughs> night. You're going to get up. You're going to play basketball under the lights. And uh, they're that kind of family. So it was really fun to recruit him. Um, and we knew he had a high ceiling, mm -hmm. and I didn't know that he would acclimate uh, to the physicality as quickly as he did. Uh, but he's done a really nice job in that area as well. And, and special teams. He did, yeah. You know, special teams is first priority. And you look at those guys, they're both playing on special teams. Uh, they're going to both start on special teams, and that's the gateway on our team to, to getting on offense and defense. And they did that early in their career, so we're excited about those guys. As offensive special teams coordinator, you are in charge of punt blocks, so that had to make your heart full seeing Jerry Howard shoot through and block that punt in the third quarter on Saturday, huh? You know, we had we had that set up. You know, obviously we do all the things as a staff, and uh, but we, we were really going to attack that shield, and there were four guys, and this just gives you a window again into our program. There were four guys that could have blocked that punt and no schematically, and no one knew really who was going to come free depending on what snap it was. And we just asked them to know and do their job and give maximum effort. And on that time, at that point, Jerry did everything we asked him to do, and he was the guy that came unblocked, and he had busted his butt and did everything we asked to do. He knew and do, did his job, and he gave maximum effort and, you know, scooped and, you know, blocked and scooped it up. And it just, uh, it really, to me, was a small part of everything we do here. And it, it just a small part of, of how he focused in that moment. It just did his job, and the other four guy, three guys did their job, and it worked. Yep, Jerry got the block. Richie Stanzioni got the recovery. That's right. I'm set sorry, you guys yes. up in, in plus field position. It had to feel good as well knowing that Duke had gotten you guys and blocked a punt in the first half that you were able to return the favor in the second. Yeah, we traded punches. That, that doesn't happen often, where Does teams not. duel with punt blocks. Yeah, let's not have that happen again. How about that one? Yeah, let's, How make about it, let's just block punts. Let's make it a one-hit KO <laughs> in favor of the Yellow Jackets. I got no problem with that, nor does anybody else listening. Coach Weiss, we really appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us. I, I appreciate you letting fans in on your tight ends, with the personalities there, and, and also learn more about you as well. So we appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. He is assisting Coach Chris Weezahan. We'll rejoin Head Coach Jeff Collins in just a moment. More GT60 still to come on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So, disruption? Yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why do it at all? 
built Ford proud. Make your wallet buzzworthy with a Georgia Tech Visa debit card from Georgia United Credit Union. Now you can support Tech everywhere you go and spend. And every time you use your card, you'll be supporting Georgia Tech student-athletes. Georgia United makes banking easy with advanced digital banking features. Check out Georgia United's free unified checking account that pays big interest and show your jacket pride. United we fan. Visit GUCU.org forward slash GoJackets for important account information. Insured by NCUA, Georgia United, the official debit card of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles they were one here, all on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear, it's who you are. We're more than an institute, we're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football. This is GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For a look around the ACC, let's rejoin Andy Demetra for this week's ACC Refresher. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or friend this season. Here's the ACC schedule this weekend on your Coca-Cola ACC refresher. Begins Friday when Syracuse plays host to Pittsburgh. All other action alongside us on Saturday. Clemson heads to Louisville. Virginia Tech is home for North Carolina. Duke is at Virginia, Florida State. And Wake Forest. What are you showing us right there? Video of my daughter at uh, Catch Air riding down the slide. Oh, loving it. <laughs> Nothing better than seeing a daughter smile. I know that firsthand. No question about it. Uh, let's talk more about your team here. And uh, since we just had our Coca-Cola AC3 refresher, let's now widen the lens. Uh, out to the top 25, I know you're very close with Matt Rule, head coach of Baylor. And three years ago, he came to Baylor uh, undertaking a very similar large-scale transformation of that program they're undefeated now they're in the top 20 and, and you are close with him if you told me correctly you started working with him and you guys were at Western Carolina together no it was actually Albright College I was oh, the defense no. coordinator division three offense coordinator I was 24 25 years old Matt was my first year linebackers coach and uh, then when I was the defense coordinator at Western Carolina he came and was the linebackers coach again for us for four years and uh, then he went to Temple for the next 11 and, uh, you know, was the head coach for the last four that he was there and uh, went to Baylor. I think they 
might have won one game the first year and then uh, five or six the next year. And right now he's got him undefeated and uh, just really proud of him and, um, you know, how he's approached it. And just the big thing we talk all the time is as you're building the culture, you're building the foundation, build it the right way. Don't take any shortcuts. Uh, set the standard that you want in the program. Make sure the guys understand every single thing that we do in this program academically, socially, practice-wise, playing-wise, matters and do it at a high level. And uh, just really proud of the, the way the guys have bought into that um, here at Georgia Tech. And I was going to ask you, how much have you guys swapped uh, advice about going through a transformation such as the one that, that he began three years ago at Baylor? Yeah, absolutely. And we talk all the time. And he actually came. Uh, you know, it's, it's normal for coaches to go visit other uh, coaching staffs during spring ball. And Matt actually came, him and Sean Patton, his director of operations, who's one of my best friends in the world, uh, came here during spring practice uh, this year here in Atlanta and uh, watched us work and uh, saw how we do our practice schedules and our routines and our team meetings and um, all of those things and was able to take some things back, uh, you know, to Waco uh, to help him. And uh, so we share stories all the time and lessons, and um, it's great to have somebody um, that you're really close to that you're able to share uh, experiences that are that are very similar, uh, especially as you build a program uh, like we're building here. Very nice. The new cradle of coaches, Reading, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Albright College. Uh, also, your former school, Temple, is now in the top 25. They knocked off a ranked Memphis team over the weekend. Of course, uh, we've talked about this before in the GT60, that uh, you were the architect uh, in many ways of the defense that has now propelled the Owls into the top 25. Sure. Uh, seeing the success that they've continued to have this season, what is that mean to you as a coach and, and what do you hope that conveys as well to Georgia Tech fans and what you're doing here and laying the foundation here? Well, just, I mean, just the, the big thing is obviously I'm proud of them. Um, you know, we, we recruited a bunch of those guys. We developed all of those guys and, uh, you know, built a culture, um, you know, that's that's enabling them uh, to play at a high level. So, and everywhere I've been, the guys that I've coached have a strong affection for and, uh, you know, really wish uh, every guy that I've ever been blessed to coach the absolute best in every endeavor. And uh, it's just good to see that the guys that we developed and recruited, um, you know, and helped build a culture with, um, you know, are having success and being in the top 25 and wish them nothing but uh, the best moving forward. Another guy who continues to develop in your program is James Graham. He got the start, went the distance on Saturday, threw for a new career high in yards. It's not just making the throws when you're a QB. It's about making the right read. You might not always complete that pass, but you knew where the ball should have gone. And that can't really be seen in real time if you're just watching the game on television. Can you give an example that you saw from Saturday of James's maturation in making the right read versus Duke that might not have been – uh, something you could have counted on e even the week prior or two weeks ago. Well, I just I think just his entire presence every day gets better. Um, his relationship with the offensive line, his relationship uh, with the receivers, and knowing where to go with the football, middle field open, middle field closed, um, and making really good decisions for us. Um, you know, matter. I think uh, two weeks ago he scrambled. Um, it was, I think it might have been first and ten, or it might have been second and ten, and he scrambled, ended up a yard 
yards short of the marker, and then we had to go play a third and short. Um, this past Saturday, very similar situation. He scrambled and got two extra yards because he understood where the sticks were, went ahead and converted so that we could go ahead and move the chains. And uh, But the, the some of the biggest things that I've seen is who he is in practice, how he takes ownership of things in practice. Uh, you know, today at, at practice there was a there was a missed snap, missed execution, and immediately uh, he comes up to the offensive line. Hey, that's my fault. That's my fault. I got it right. That's my bad. Will keep keep shooting it back here. You're good. That was all on me. I don't think that would have happened three weeks ago, um, but just uh, taking the ownership um, of his part. And, uh, you know, I've told him I've shared stories with the four years that I was with Dak Prescott at Mississippi State. We were number one in the country uh, for 10 weeks my last year there. And Dak Prescott took ownership for everything. Uh, the leadership that he exuded, his relationship with his coaches and his teammates uh, was nothing short of spectacular. So as we're building this program, you know, we're having to share stories from other greats that we've been able to coach. And uh, obviously Dak's now the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, he's obviously one of the greatest leaders and even better teammates that I've ever been uh, honored to coach. And, uh, you know, he's able to share those experiences um, or I'm able to share those experiences with James and the other quarterbacks on the team. James had that touchdown wiped out on the scramble on the opening drive. He ultimately got it back, his first career rushing touchdown as well, and a, a long of 40 yards and a pass completion to Amarian Brown. And I think Sean Bedford and I have made a pact that we are never again going to doubt Amarian Brown's ability <laughs> to run underneath any pass because that looked like an overthrow from the moment it left James's hands. But sometimes you just can't teach speed to mark. Yeah, it certainly he, showed that. He is real life fast. So we do one of the traditions and one of our processes that we go through every week um, on Thursday special teams. Uh, we kick it off with Thursday races. And Amarian isn't even on the kickoff team, but uh, last Thursday he jumped out with the third group of kickoff guys and ran down the field on Thursday races. Um 22 miles an hour, I think, is the fastest any human has run um, in an NFL game this year. And Amarian Brown ran over 24 miles an hour last Thursday at Thursday races. Uh, so he is real life fast. We're, we're blessed that he came, uh, you know, to Georgia Tech. And that he came here in the very short uh, window um, in that early signing period in December right after I got hired and uh, really really glad that he's here because he's a true freshman he's playing a ton of football for us and uh, really excited about him in the present and in the future Boy, depending on where you are on campus driving 24 miles per hour can get you a ticket <laughs> Forget about running. <laughs> yeah, we Man. Make, make sure we won't have the uh, our wonderful police department out there uh, at practice because he might get a ticket. Man, Amarian Brown, the uh, charter member of the 24-mile-per-hour club here at Georgia Tech. One catch, but he made it count 40 yards and averaging 22 yards a reception. Not bad for a true freshman. We'll take another timeout. First, though, we want to remind you that Higher Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HigherRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTEC. Higher Regency Atlanta, a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. This is GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today's matchup, Skin Energy partners up with Georgia Tech Football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit SkinEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house. 
positive from these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanenergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dead ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Great seats remain for the rest of the 2019 Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets home football schedule, including games against Pitt, Virginia Tech, North Carolina State, and clean old-fashioned Hayden versus Georgia. Check out the 404 tailgate that opens three hours before each home game. Tailgate admission is free and is located atop Peter's parking deck north of Bobby Dodd Stadium, featuring freshly grilled tailgating food for purchase, a cash bar, and lounge seating with TVs. Game tickets start at $25 and are available by visiting ramblinrec.com slash tickets. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, talking all things Yellow Jacket athletics. Now let's head back to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. He's Jeff Collins. I'm Andy Demetra. Our thanks to Chris Wiesahan, tight ends tackles coach, offensive special teams coordinator for stopping by earlier on GT60. Just a reminder, with Georgia Tech sent to enter its second bye week next week, give coach the uh, night off, cut him loose from GT60, but of course we'll still bring you a great hour of programming on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. In this overhaul, there are going to be some ups and downs. We, we, we knew that coming in, and you haven't shied from the realities of that. Yet, I'm curious, and we've gotten these questions on Twitter as well, Coach. What has enabled you to stay so positive through those ups and downs and be so consistent in your messaging to your players and to your program? No, I mean, one of the big things is, is I get to know intimately the, the hard work that these guys are putting in, uh, how they're going about our learning our culture, learning our processes. I've won, been a part of winning teams every year that I've coached, and I know what processes work, and we are doing the right processes every single day. The things that we're doing are the right things to do, the way we're practicing, the way we're preparing, um, and doing those things is going to pay off. Um, and we keep reiterating that to the guys that it is going to work, it is going to pay off. And with that, being positive is always going to work. If you're positive and you have the right mindset, it's so easy in this world, in this day and time, to be negative and doom and gloom. But that is going to lead to negativity. That's going to lead to negative results. But positivity, working hard, 
believing in something and working very hard uh, toward a positive vision and a positive end is going to work. Negativity, taking shortcuts, not doing the little things, not working hard, that's guaranteed to not work. So I'd rather be on the side of knowing what is going to work, being positive about it, putting in these steps to ensure that we're heading in the right direction. And when it pays off and when it takes off, it is going to be absolutely scary how good this program is going to be. Um, so I think that's the, I guess that's the why. Um, positivity always works. Negativity never does. So we're choosing to be, be positive. I, I think we saw this in the second half against Duke. You guys have a resilient group of, of, of athletes out there. Yep. And that's the way they're trained. You know, that's the mindset of this program, uh, our off-season conditioning. What we do in the off-season trains them for times like that. Um, so the, the things that we stress every single day when we do the off-season conditioning, there is some form of tug-of-war that's going to happen in every one of our off-season workouts. And that can be related to life. You get on that tug-of-war rope, and you either want to be there or you don't want to be there. The guys that want to be there have a chance. The guys that don't want to be there, they're going to struggle. The guys that attack it and have an unbelievable mindset and pull and strain and sustain the effort – are going to eventually have success. The guys that give up, the guys that quit, the guys that look for a shortcut is going to lead to failure. And so we stress that all the time with our guys that all these things that we do are going to pay off on the football field. They're going to pay off in life. They're going to pay off uh, in the classroom. They're going to pay off when they're, they have families um, one day and they're going to hit tough times. Who are you going to be when those tough times hit? And that's what we train our guys to do. And there's not a tougher experience uh, on a, in a football setting than what we went into at halftime on Saturday. Most places in the world have a chance to fold in that kind of setting. Our guys didn't. They understood the situation they were in. They weren't going to quit. They weren't going to give up. They were going to keep fighting, battling, and have a positive mindset that we're going to find a way to overcome this. And they fought, and, uh, you know, I was really proud of them, and the, the good times are ahead, and uh, we're going to do it the right way while we build this thing. And the right way takes you to Hard Rock Stadium on Saturday to take on the Miami Hurricanes, who come in at a record of 3-3 three and three and upset over Virginia at home last Friday. We'll break down that matchup on the other side of the break. Also get into our next game adjustments. Brought to you by Joint Chiropractic. Set to wrap up another week with head coach Jeff Collins here on GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. There are a lot of SUVs on the road today, but many SUVs lack in sport and utility, not Ford SUVs. Don't let me go. Because Ford SUVs offer intelligent four-wheel drive, not to mention ruggedness and versatility. Your first name is free. Last name is Which means you can drive it like an SUV is meant to be driven. 
drive it like a Ford. Make your wallet buzzworthy with a Georgia Tech Visa debit card from Georgia United Credit Union. Now you can support Tech everywhere you go and spend. And every time you use your card, you'll be supporting Georgia Tech student-athletes. Georgia United makes banking easy with advanced digital banking features. Check out Georgia United's free unified checking account that pays big interest and show your jacket pride. United we fan. Visit GUCU.org forward slash GoJackets for important account information. Insured by NCUA, Georgia United, the official debit card of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values bond us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech football. tuned in to GT60, giving you the latest on the Yellow Jackets. It's time to take a look at this week's keys to the game as we rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Winding down another week of GT60. And just a reminder, next week's GT60 in conjunction with the Georgia Tech bye week. Uh, Coach Collins has the uh, week off, but look forward to bringing you a great panel of guests talking Georgia Tech athletics as we do every Monday from 7 to 8 p.m. on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. So the challenge coach this weekend, the Miami Hurricanes, who come in with a record of 3-3, three and 1-2 three, and two in the ACC following a 17-9 win over a ranked and now unranked Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia team, I should say, on Friday. Uh, let's talk with the Miami defense first. What are the attributes that stand out the most about them? Yeah, I mean, I, I Obviously, when you when you talk about uh, Miami, the thing that's going to jump off the tape is is just uh, elite team speed, uh, and they play really fast. They play really physical. They fly around uh, on both sides of the ball and special teams. Uh, so it's it's a big challenge for us. They are averaging more than 300 yards per game, which would surprise a lot of folks. They're right there at the top of the ACC in passing offense. Of course, yep. they have a new offensive coordinator, Dan Enos, who joins them from Alabama, where he was the quarterbacks coach there. How would you give us a, a thumbnail sketch of what Miami tries to do offensively? Yeah, it's very multiple. Um, they take shots down the field a lot of cross-country routes but the the thing that you keep coming back to is they've got elite playmakers on the perimeter uh, they get the ball to those guys in space and uh, quick throws um, you know and then he can make he can make the shots down the field as well um, but I just think it just goes back to elite team speed and they're and they're playing fast as well doesn't hurt to have a pair of four-year starting linebackers and Pinkney and Quarterman I think Quarterman has had 45 consecutive starts in his college career and it's not just tackles as you know that make a linebacker effective how do you see those two influence how uh, influence things pre-snap and, and the way opponents try to maybe game plan away from them the way those two players kind of tilt the 
axis of a field. Well, and, I, and I've known about Quarterman since he was in high school. Um, really good player. I mean, a great player. Um, and the thing that stands out is just his leadership ability, his dissection of plays, understanding where the ball is going to go uh, per formation. And, uh, you know, they fly around, and they're, they're very, very physical as well. But you can just tell uh, they have leadership ability in the way they uh, get the guys around them to play at a high level as well. Let's wrap up with our joint chiropractic next game adjustments. We talked about it at the top of the hour, but let's revisit it one last time and what adjustments you want to see from your team that will make it a successful Saturday in Miami. Yeah, we just got to keep moving the chains. You know, we've had some explosive drives, um, but, you know, limiting, being able to having three and outs um, defensively, getting off the field on third down, which was a huge step forward this past game. Um, but the hallmark and the DNA of uh, of our defensive philosophy is creating turnovers, and we got to get back to getting the ball back for offense, who is developing and becoming an elite unit. Um, we just need to get them more possessions and, uh, you know, have them matriculate the ball down the field at a high level. Can't wait to put the ball on the tee and put total leather noon at the kickoff time on Saturday. And, of course, we'll be on the air two hours prior at 10. And on that, we wrap up this week's edition of GT60. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. For head coach Jeff Collins and our special guest, Chris Wiesahan, I'm Andrew Demetra for Dan Quartz inside the IMG Network Studios, our network engineer, Miller Pope. Thanks once again for listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You've been listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in every Monday at 7 for the latest on the jackets. GT60 has been brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. And by Georgia Power. While Georgia Power provides clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy, they want to help save energy too. Find out energy-saving tips at Georgia Power slash save. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Tech Sports Network.